Hi, everyone. Welcome to DICOM Dialogues with Ombre Health. I'm Chantelle Hopper, Ombre's VP of Customer Success. And I'm Catherine Slotnick, Ombre's Director of Marketing. And we are so excited to present dynamic conversations and discussions around the radiology ecosystem. Welcome back to DICOM Dialogues with Ombre Health. Uh, today, Chantelle and I are going to be chatting about one of our favorite topics, which is <laughs> hashtag ditch the disc, um, which is a phrase that is in reference to eliminating CDs from the world of radiology, if you haven't heard the phrase before. And it's one that's pretty popular. I think um, yeah. even, even during my RSNA presentations, I was asked the past two years to present about the use of this hashtag and its social media popularity, so to speak. So it's definitely become a trend in, in our small world. Certainly. I mean, it's it's a catchy phrase. So that sort of helps with the trendiness of right. it. But I think what's also so amazing about it is it really captures a pretty broad movement that is so, uh, I think that anybody in the space is, it really agrees with, right? That the importance yeah. of digging the disc and then sort of furthermore digging deeper into that, like, what does that mean? Um, and what I love about the phrase is it's so broad. It applies to so many different workflows. It applies, it has a lot of value for a lot of different um, stakeholders, which is always really interesting to think about. Uh, I know, Catherine, we probably, the number of times that we use this phrase just in our day-to-day -day conversations when thinking about right. how we're talking to our customers, communicating with them, to people in our market, uh, this is a really common one. So I feel like this has been sort of a part of our world, the Ombra world, the, the larger world we live in for, for a couple of years now. But I know you were kind of really involved, you know, at the beginning of the Ditch the Disc, you know, movement campaign that I think has really taken off. I'd love to hear about sort of the early stages of that and, 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 um, and sort of how that's evolved over time. Yeah. So, you know, I would say there's kind of a two-part answer to that. The first is that a few years ago, we really sat down and thought about the fact that it is wild that medical imaging still remains on CDs and is exchanged that way. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> obviously, that was one of the founding reasons for Ombra. Now, there's so many use cases that expand upon that. But as one of the founding cases, being on the, on the marketing team, that's typically sometimes when I would talk to members of the press, et cetera, how I would give a really simple way of explaining what we did. We eliminate CDs and go digital. And when you think about it, I mean, you know, having to pick up a CD, carry it to an appointment with you, it just doesn't make any sense no. logically. I've had to do it my myself. One time after a surgery, I had to literally hobble down to the medical records department oh and gosh. get a CD. And I was just thinking, this is so silly. Um, right. Because of all the added stressors we should be considering when, when going to a, a healthcare provider, uh, worrying that we have our CD in hand and that it doesn't break is, is definitely, should definitely be top of the list. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just so, so silly. Um, and I'm forever telling family and friends now, you know, when you get imaging done, there's a good chance that you're never going to be able to access it digitally. <laughs> so ask for your CD at the end of whatever happens. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so that was kind of one of the more simple ways how we described our business several years ago to uh, people when they would ask what we did. But also around the same time, I think Dr. Tobin from Cincinnati Children's was one of the first that I heard to really use the phrase. He used it as a joke on one of our webinars. 
And then it just kind of stuck. Although I do believe the ACR has been um, using the phrase for years as well. There's also kind of a running joke in our space that there's no exact founding story for the phrase, <laughs> but um, it's one that I distinctly remember really hearing the first time on that webinar and it's just really stuck. And we ended up creating a whole website around it called ditchthedisc.com where we yeah. even put a survey out because we started to think, okay, I'm really curious, you know, how many CDs are facilities using? How much money are they spending on CDs per month? How much time do CDs take up in someone's day-to-day -day work? So um, that website really took off and still exists today. And we were able to get some pretty interesting data from it. Yeah, I I'd be so curious to kind of dig into that data um, sort of what, what, were there any particular insights that really stuck out to you um, from sort of the launching and, and the participation in that website? Definitely. So a couple that stick out to me are, um, and I think this has become a little bit of an industry-wide metric that I've also seen and a few other sources, that most facilities spend anywhere between eight to $15 per CD. Wow. And when you think about, you know, $15 being multiplied by the number of CDs produced, we are talking of hundreds of thousands of dollars and a lot of facilities mm -hmm. are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars in FedEx fees and right. mail-in CDs per year. Um, and then from a time, you know, perspective. I was going to say that probably doesn't even capture the cost of time and energy of, of, of personnel um, that no, have to do yeah. this work. Yeah. Um, so we found through our studies that you know, for example, in cases of trauma transfer, where someone might be at one center that then they deem their case, you know, they need to be transported via helicopter, whatever it is to a more advanced facility. A lot of times they'll have to have imaging done again when they get to the new facility. And that can lead up to a half an hour to an hour wasted in their care, which particularly for some things like stroke, where they have that saying of time is brain, right? right. Um, there can be serious lifelong consequences. And then on a more everyday basis, I think um, Dr. Vigal at UC Health talked about this recently in terms of their clinical trial workflows. We're talking about time spent going from weeks to get CDs from their network of hospitals in regards to certain trials down to, you know, minutes, an hour, whatever it is. Wow. So there are huge, huge time savings, which also I've heard from some of our customers really affect, you know, morale and burnout, especially I think this year, so many healthcare workers are immensely burned out from everything that has happened. And the last thing, you, technology can be an amazing tool that speeds up your day, but it can also really burn you out when it doesn't. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. No, that's so true. And I think you highlighted on something really interesting about the ditch, the disc campaign and sort of um, it, it's not an all or nothing effort, right? It's not right. a, it's not something that happens overnight. You, you mentioned a few workflows right there, right? Telestroke, trauma transfer, um, research, you know, clinical trial workflows. There are really discs involved in so many distinct, unique workflows, both in a clinical and a research sense. Um, you know, it, it'd be unrealistic to think that one facility could ditch the disc, uh, you know, overnight in one day, but I think it's something that is actually a lot more incremental, um, and that happens over time as you not only change your own, you know, processes at your facility, but also I think there's a big kind of user um, like adoption uh, component to ditching the disc as well, a user comfort, user familiarity. Uh, what does that mean for the people who are handling these discs to change 
the way that they're thinking or, or defaulting towards using burning a disc versus another medium. Right, exactly. And that's been something that I've heard from customers over the years in doing case studies, et cetera. But it's been interesting. I would say when I first started at Ombra, that was definitely a challenge, convincing people that the cloud was safe, digital transfer was safe, that it's what patients wanted, et cetera. Right. And I think now many institutions have really accepted that it is faster, it is safe, and it is what patients want. I mean, we conducted a survey several years ago of patients. And at, even at that time, patients, most of the survey res, uh, responders said that they wanted access not only to their reports, but imaging. And I think now post COVID, you were actually gonna conduct this survey again in the fall. I'm really curious to see that number again. And I think it'll even have grown where just about every patient is saying that they want full virtual access to their information and, and data when needed. What's been so interesting, you know, we're launching a lot more patient portals for customers mm -hmm. these days that, that do just that, right? Provide imaging and reports for patients. And when we initially start these conversations, when they're trying to understand or evaluate, you know, how many patients are actually going to use this, um, almost across the board, all of our, all of the providers that we work with have underestimated um, the utilization of these portals pretty significantly, in fact, um, you know, using, you know, the number of CDs burned in a given month for patients, um, I think is the most uh, obvious proxy for estimating that number. But in almost every single scenario, you know, we've had providers see like six to 10 X in terms of number of patients that are utilizing or accessing their imaging via this electronic method, as opposed to the traditional medium. So I think that right there shows that there is not only comfort with, but also maybe more excitement and motivation when sort of the ease of access is, is reduced or actually, sorry, the ease is, is, is increased um, because, you know, the process of burning and receiving and, and being shipped to CD is really cumbersome. And it might honestly prevent a lot of patients from even wanting to have access to their discs in the first place, right? If they have to call right. in, request the CD, maybe pay a fee, wait for the CD to be shipped. Um, when you put it in a portal that they have access to post-appointment, um, you know, I think you have a lot of eager patients who want access to their data. They want the ability to see it and move it around um, in the case that they do need to, to get their imaging to another provider in the future. So I think that's just such an interesting phenomenon that we've seen just from our data and adoption of, you know, portals like this across our customers is that the appetite is, is huge. Um, and it's sort of very evident by, um, by adoption rates. I would agree. And I remember doing a case study with one facility where um, their PACS admin told me that they have a considerable, their population is fairly on the older side. And so they thought, you know, they're never going to want a patient right. portal. They're not going to want to do it this way, even though there were complaints that people had to drive and come pick up their CDs. But they soon found that their patients took to it very quickly. They, they put in a nice effort of spending a little bit extra time explaining to folks, you know, this is how it's going to work, et cetera. But it was utilized, you know, right off the bat. And they found that a lot of their patients actually travel between their state and then spend um, the winter months in a warmer state. And being able to show their providers in, you know, their other residents, what had happened, their imaging, their records ended up being really valuable. And this kind of totally surprised them, but it, it really ended up taking off. So I think that shows that even populations that 
traditionally people thought, right. oh, they don't want tech, you know, they're not as tech savvy, et cetera. I think everyone's tech savvy now, to be honest, especially with a little, you know, extra education put in place by the facility. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, the education and the support provided to end users is incredibly important when thinking about rolling out any of these new workflows, because the variety of the population you're serving is going to be pretty huge. Um, and so taking those things into consideration um, to really enable people to ditch the disc uh, is, a, is really important to think about. Um, I guess, Catherine, a fun question to end, uh, end this podcast today. I feel like you and I could probably talk about this for another hour because that's <laughs> kind of what we do right. uh, pretty often. But you know, when we think about Ditch the Disc, we've talked about so many different workflows, so many different stories of facilities that have ditched the disc and that being impactful. Do you in particular have a favorite story of a facility or a, a patient where you know, someone was able to ditch the disc and what that meant? You know, whether it was a workflow or a scenario, uh, yeah, I know it's kind of a random question, but I'm curious. Sure, yeah, I think that, that is a great question. Um, in general, I've always loved hearing from everyone over at Cincinnati Children's about their Ditch the Disc initiatives, particularly because they see children from all over their region, all over the country. So being able to look at imaging yeah. ahead of time and offer the parents an opinion on what is going on, or in turn, there's cases where, you know, luckily the child gets better and they move on with their life, but they want to have their records go with them wherever they go. And radiation and imaging is, is, is quite safe, but obviously, especially with children, there is a movement to reduce unnecessary radiation right. levels when it's not needed. Um, I mean, recently this actually happened with my own daughter where she had a x-ray a few months ago at a local hospital. And then we had to take her to, ironically, another Ombra customer, HSS, I'll give them a shout out. But unfortunately our local hospital never got me the CDN time. So HSS had to redo the imaging, um, which you know I'm, I'm sure is fine, but I didn't love. And that's just an example of everyday situations that most of us face where if CDs were eliminated, um, you know, yeah. we'd be able to get care faster and reduce certain things. So I've always loved hearing from Cincinnati Children's, I think, especially their use of the Ombre gateways to receive and share from other hospitals in their network have been really fascinating. And um, just from what I've heard from them, they've been able to save and reduce a lot of costs and really speed up care by moving to the cloud. I love that. That is, you're right. The, the, the whole world of children's hospitals has particular considerations to it that are, um, uh, not similar for, you know, broader health systems that serve a broader, a wider population. So no, that's really cool. Um, really cool to hear. Well, this has been, as always, an awesome conversation. Um, I think it's been really fun seeing how our customers and, and people within the space are ditching the disc in a variety of ways. Um, but more importantly, I think the impact that it's having on, on the patients and patient care and also internal workflows and efficiencies. So um, I think we're going to continue to see people keeping ditch the disc uh, at the forefront of their of their planning as uh, as they're thinking about um, you know processes and, and systems that they want to invest in uh, and it's it's a really cool thing to be a part of it I agree yeah it's definitely a very exciting movement awesome well thank you to everybody for tuning in to another uh, another dicom dialogues with Ombra health episode um, these continue to be so fun and we hope you'll you'll join us for an upcoming one in the near future thanks, thanks everyone. everyone. Thank you.
you so much for tuning in to this episode of DICOM Dialogues with Ombra Health, where every episode we look to highlight ideas, challenges, topics, and trends that reside within the large radiology ecosystem. For more information on Ombra Health, check us out at ombrahealth.com or contact us at info at with any ideas or questions. We hope to see you again soon.